We are, we are recording, by the way. Oh, we started. Hello! <laughs> and welcome to the Problematic Sticker Anime Podcast. Ben and I were completely on the opposite end of communication there. But we are here to talk about anime and all things anime. I'm joined by Alfonso. Alfonso, say hello. Hello, hello. How has your anime life been? Uh, since we took a break, the last time um, you last recorded, that week, I did see the third movie of My, Hack- My Hero Academia. And it was pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, they, they're still struggling. In terms, of, in terms of these classmates, you know, 1A, they're, they're still struggling with Kirk. Like, they're still not progressing as fast as I want to. I don't like, well, in terms of the movie, I don't like that it was mostly focused on three instead of the whole class. Some of the plot didn't make sense. But overall, the action was good. My, me personally, if I was to choose out of the three between two heroes, Ryzen and um, I forgot the other name, but I think it's my 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 two heroes and now World Mission, I would choose the first one because the whole class was involved in that movie. So um, yeah, but overall, it it was still a good watch, and I would watch it again. Other than that, just regular anime. Nice, nice. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get back into that. I think I stopped with season three. What are they at? At five now? Well, six. Five season? is over. Five well, is God. Over. Well, six is starting. So technically, I'm still two seasons behind. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I gotta catch up on that. I just lost so much interest in it, but hopefully, that interest will come back to me. Um. No, it's been back. Is Ben here yet? Yeah, I'm back. Ben is uh, back. Yay. Sorry, Welcome, I had to go ben. put my phone Welcome. on charge. I was playing Dokken Battle and it was killing my phone. Yeah, that game dra- drains the battery like crazy, man. <sighs> yeah, it's weird how Legends is a 3D online fighter, but it drains the battery less than Dokken does, which is a 2D. Right. Off- <laughs> no, it's online, but you know what I mean? It's not. Yeah. Not like a PvP fire. Yeah. Um, anime wise, I've been even re- pretty good, thank you. I've been pretty good, thank you. Good, uh, good. No big anime watching for you. No, not really. To be honest, I don't think so this week. No. No. No, not this week. That's fine. I need to oh, catch up with my hero and myself. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all need to catch it, except for Alfonso. He's caught up on everything. Alfonso has the time that I do not. Make the time, Gary. I make uh-huh. the time. Okay, I'll, I'll try, man. I'm sorry. I'll just <laughs> I'll go to work and chill, man. I quit. I got anime. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> no, I have to go to work. Okay, I have to go to work. We don't have to do anything we don't want to do, man. You honestly I'll... think you want you honestly think that Shannon will allow me to sit on my ass at home and just play video games or watch anime all day long and not work? That's not happening. I mean, she doesn't have to know. That you don't. I mean, she knows. Knows. She knows. <laughs> no, just go to a cafe or something and say you're going to work. Yeah, she's not gonna believe that. <laughs> she she gonna read my face so easily. I don't have to say anything. She then learn how to lie better. <laughs> 
It's Nobody's hard, Gary. Still got line. It's hard. Uh, ooh, it's okay. Well, there is some news. And news is going to be good. Um, Bungo Stray Dogs is coming back for a new season. Woohoo! The anime. Yes. Yes. Uh, production should be starting, um, I believe it's December. Sometime in December. Um, but it has gotten the green light. It will continue. I think the last season was in 2018. So it's been a while. Uh, Crunchyroll uh, is reported on Sunday that it will stream the new season as it airs in Japan. So Crunchyroll will have it simultaneously as Japan. So two years is a long time. Three years now. Um, clearly COVID had a big hit on Bungo Stray Dogs, but it is coming back. I know you're excited, Alfonso. You love oh, yeah. Bungo Stray Dogs. This, this <laughs> is one of my favorite. One of, sorry. This is one of my favorite seasons. Oh, sorry, series. So yeah, I'm I'm super excited. I cannot wait for this. Nice, nice. Uh, ben, are you excited for a new season of Bungo Stray Dogs? It was okay. So yeah, sure. I'm oh, not the shit. most hyped. Them's the fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> ben has thrown down the gauntlet. <laughs> Look, I'm more hyped for another anime that might get announced today on the show. Oh, might get announced on the show? I don't know. I don't know what you've got planned. Oh, well, if it's a new announcement, uh, no, it's not that new. For me, so go ahead and announce it. Psycho Mob has got the new season. Oh, yes. Psycho Mob is getting another season as well. Which is the, probably final the season. last season. Yeah. Yeah, I think they announced it as the final season. Yeah. Um, which is more seasons than One Punch Man has gotten, and that was. The number one series from that creator. Yeah. Which is a shame because <laughs> season two, I hear, was garbage. <laughs> season two was yeah, good. Was. The art was oh, garbage. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I thought season two, One Punch was okay. I just thought the art was crap. Like, mm. if. The, the, which sucks because season one art was really good. But season two art was kind of like the original author's art. Bad. Yeah, they changed studios, unfortunately. I hate to be mean like that, but I don't know if anyone's ever seen the webcomic it's based on. It's not good. Because <laughs> it's based on a webcomic that's then turned into a manga, which is then turned into an anime. Mm. So. At least well, not all the webcomic. Some of it's really good, though. Well, chances are we will not get a third season of One Punch Man. But Mob Psycho is. And Mob Psycho is pretty fucking good. So exciting times there. Um, I would also like to say here that Eden Zero is getting another season. And that is actually coming out on the 24th of November on Netflix. Yes. What's it been, like three months since the first season? They've been cracking those babies out. I know Alfonso's mm-hmm. excited. I'm super excited. It comes out the day before Thanksgiving, and I don't have to work on Thanksgiving, so I'm bitching this whole season. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I hope it continues. We know that the director of the anime passed away, 
So yeah. we'll see what happens going forward with that. Um, I hope it continues. I personally have been reading Eden Zero. I'm pretty far into it now. I think I'm on volume 135 now. And all I'm going to say, Alfonso, is it just gets better and better. <laughs> and it gets more hilarious and more hilarious. And Whis just becomes a complete fucking pedophile. Well, about pedophile, sorry. He completely becomes a... What's the word I'm looking for? Pervert? That's is seems he not a Master Roshi? Uh, I, I think he's say, worse than Pervert, pedophile are completely different things, though. So. Yeah, sorry, my bad. Not pedophile. <laughs> not, nothing like that. I think he's worse than Master Roshi when it comes to some stuff. But... In the context of what's happening, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and I hope they include it in the anime, personally. So yeah, um, I think that's all the news I have. Um, we talked about Naruto coming to Fortnite on Unchained, but I guess we can hit it on here too. Naruto is coming to Fortnite this week. I know Ben's excited. I'm mostly excited because it opens the door for a lot of other anime like Dragon Ball and One Piece and Full Metal Alchemist and Trigon. I think Trigon would be great in fucking Fortnite. <laughs> so please. Um really quickly, Ben, anything you want to add to that? No. Alfonso. <laughs> as long as they bring self of Dragon Ball Z, that's all I care about. That's all you care about. Oh, so. <sighs> you still there, Ben? Did we lose you? Unmute yourself. I'm still here. Okay, he's still well, here. Well, I'm AFK a little I don't want you to like... I'll, I'll be back soon. Oh, okay. All right. Well... If that's all the news, I guess we should get on to the anime of the month at this point. <laughs> Alfonso, this was your recommendation. It was VV For It Eyes Song. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest with you, Alfonso. This is probably the most confusing anime I've watched in a long time. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. I had a very hard time following this anime. Um, not saying it was bad, because I did enjoy what I saw. But I think the way they progressed time in the anime was what really confused me. Because they didn't um, really depict it very well, in my opinion. Um, the story essentially takes place through 100 years. Um from what I could understand and follow. Um, yeah, it's about a diva android, or AI, I should say, um, but she is a robot, uh, who essentially just sings on the stage in, I believe it's in an, an amusement park. And a AI shows up. Sorry, there's a helicopter flying over my window. I'm sure you can hear that. There it is. Um, and she's visited by another AI who claims to be from the future. Uh, this 
AI's name is Matsu Hito? Matsu... Matsumoto. Matsumoto. Matsumoto, yes. And he tells her that in a hundred years there's going to be a war between androids and humans, and he's there to try to stop it. And he needs her help because she is the only machine from the future that wasn't affected by whatever caused the androids to kill everybody, and because she's an old model, essentially. It was the only model that they found that they could, I guess, reprogram or something like that. Um, and at first, she's reluctant to, to, to believe him and help because she's just a singer, you know? What can she possibly do? Not um, only that, but she, they're only tasked with one mission, well, one goal. Yes, one goal, one mission, due to their programming. Um, so he essentially entices her to believe him by telling her that this person is about to be assassinated and they go help him. So she hauls ass to see if it's true. And it ends up being true. There's a bomb in the trash can and it explodes right as she gets there to save the person. She pulls him out of the way. And we find out that this is the person who, after his death, um, well, he, he is somebody who's. Um, fighting for robot rights, essentially, that they should have all the same rights as people do. Um, uh-huh. And this essentially terrorist organization is trying to kill him because they hate robots. They don't want robots to exist. Um, and they're the ones targeting him. And what happens in the future is he's actually killed and his death leads to the signing of this bill because people kind of come together because of his death. And this leads to, in a hundred years, robots getting more and more rights and essentially rebelling against humanity and killing everybody. Uh-huh. And this kind of leads to the first episode where the two, uh, she sneaks into this building because uh, her little AI friend tells her that they're going to kill him in this, in his secret, in his office area. Office, yeah. Yeah, And they're going to blow up the entire building, destroying all the servers, all the information about the work he's been doing. And she goes in to save him. And it's actually a pretty cool episode. Uh, it's, a, it's a two-parter. Uh, she's in there, you know, she, they, they fight off a lot of the, the terrorists that break in. Um, and they're able to rescue him, even though he's terrified and acting like a little bitch, even though he's supposed to be like, yes, for the androids. Um, he seems like he's really scared of everything. And we kind of learned that he's actually just a coward. And he yeah. doesn't really have as much sway in politics as one thought, and it's really his death that matters, not his life. His life is essentially garbage. Yeah. Um, we should also mention during the whole fight scene, um, Vivi, because she's not diva yet. Vivi, she was a little hesitant with Masamoto because she was trying to hack into her to give her fight, like you know, uh, martial arts um, tactics because she can't fight. She's not a fighter. Mm-hmm. She was hesitant at first. But when she did, <laughs> when she finally, <laughs> when she finally agreed, woo! yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, she, she got the, the ability to fight. Um, mm-hmm. 
But yeah, it, it's a cool little two part episode. The action was great. Um, the animation was great. Uh, but essentially, the plan came down to they can't get out through the front door because they're completely surrounded. Um, so they decided to go up. And across the street, there's another building that's abandoned, that's under construction. And they decide that that's the building they need to go to. But the problem is it's too far away. So the plan is to let them destroy the building and the servers and all that. And as the building is collapsing, it's going to fall into this other building. And they're going to essentially jump into that building as this one's collapsing. Mm-hmm. An insane plan that actually works. <laughs> yeah. They make it. Now, the big thing in the story here is there are things that Vivi is not allowed to change because if she changes too much, it essentially fucks up the timeline. Um, It's like a fixed point in time that you're not allowed to change. Mm -hmm. And one of these things we see at the end of this episode, um, of episode two, is... She made a friend at the amusement park, which is this little girl. Um, uh-huh. And this little girl has a lot of faith in her, says uh, she can do whatever she wants. She became really good friends with her, even though she's essentially an android. She's not supposed to have feelings, but she has them because that's the whole premise of robots rebelling against humans. Ideas, can machines feel and all that. But at the end of this episode there is a point in time where this little girl's plane is crashing. And uh-huh. she tries to save this plane. Vivi does. But yeah. what's his name again? Matsu... Master, Matsumoto. Matsumoto stops her. He takes over this big, giant, like, construction robot and beats the shit out of her, stopping her from saving or stopping this plane from crashing because he tells her that this plane crashing is a fixed point in time and she's not allowed to change this. Because it'll fuck up the entire timeline. Um, And she becomes very upset about this. Um, And she kind of just stops talking to him. And this is kind of where the confusion for me begins. Because I believe we jump like five years into the future. Yeah, five years. He disappears. (laughs) He he disappears. And Uh, she's waiting for him. Because now she kind of accepts, okay, I see your point. What you're trying to say. What's the next thing? And... Five years later, he reappears. Like I've been waiting for you for five years. So what's the next thing to do? And you can't really tell me why you disappeared. Mm-hmm. And apparently, the next task for her is to stop a space hotel room. I believe it is. Yeah. Um, from crashing into the planet and killing everybody on board because a machine went rogue and took over this hotel and decided to crash it into her. Mm-hmm. So she disguises herself and goes as a worker onto the ship. And on the ship, she meets uh, two more idols, I believe it is, or caregivers or whatever they are. They're, they're there to like watch out, look after the children and stuff like that. And the woman she encounters that's supposed to, or the machine that she encounters that's supposed to crash it is actually really nice. Um, And she doesn't see what will drive her to do this. Um, And she doesn't believe that she's the one who does it, that something else happens here. 
Wait, before we move on, Gary, we should also yes. mention when they were meeting that um, these AIs, they communicate with Vivi as as Vivi's older sister. Since Vivi is the first AI to be created, everyone below her are her younger sisters, according okay. to them, if you remember that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And we also... I also forgot to mention that there is one person that's part of this the terrorist organization that she saves. The the big yeah, rubble is about to yeah. collapse, and she saves him, and he hates her for it. Yeah. Um, and he becomes a very important role throughout the story. Um, yes. Because when they're on this ship, um, she, like I said, doesn't believe that this android w w is the one who carries out this mission. Something has to happen. Something went wrong. Mm -hmm. And we essentially find out what that is. Um, this android had a twin, her sister, who was decommissioned. Yeah. Um, they were created at the same time, and she was decommissioned. Um, and we find out that somebody recommissioned her. And it's uh -huh. the same terrorist organization. And uh -huh. the guy that she saved, now much older, five years older, uh, he's on this hotel ship as well. Yeah. And he recognizes Vivi and he goes, I believe he goes to essentially crash the ship on his own and tells all his team to evacuate, including um the recommissioned robot. I believe I think her, her name was Liz. Elizabeth? Was it Liz? Okay. I thought it was yeah, Rebecca for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it's Elizabeth, but they they showed it for Liz, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um because he's her master now, she essentially knocks him out and says, I'm going to go do this. Mm -hmm. And we find out that she was disguised as her sister. Yes. Uh, and she went out and she started killing all the other androids on the ship. Um, and she's about to kill Vivi because she's with a little girl android there as well. Um but they survive, and like these bulkhead doors shut, and you know she tries to break through, but she can't. And Vivi now understands what's going on. Um, she finds um, the original android, whose name I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Not, not the twin. Yeah, the, um, the one because she was shut. Yeah. yeah, she was shut down. They shut her down. They didn't kill her. They shut her down. She reboots her. And tells her what's going on, and she then tells her that, hey, it's my sister, we were created at the same time, she was decommissioned, I'm alive, um, and she's the one that's most likely doing this. Um, so throughout the pro, the, 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 so they start searching for her, and they essentially run into each other, I believe, in, I think it's the engine room, or heading yeah. into the control room, I don't remember. Estella? Yeah, Estella's yeah, the twin sister. Yeah. yeah. Estella's the good one? Yeah, Estella's the good one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and a fight breaks out, and it's, again, a really cool fight, really yes. well-animated fight. Best fight out of the whole series for me. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good. But it's essentially uh, Vivi and uh, Estella versus no, Lizzie. Lizzie, yeah. yeah. Um... It's a cool fight, but they're able to stop her and essentially knock her out. They don't kill her, but they knock her out. Um, uh -huh. But she's already initiated 
essentially for the hotel to crash into the planet. Yeah. Um, so Estella issues a warning on the ship for everybody to evacuate. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody evacuates. They get off into little pods and stuff like that. Um, but in order to veer the 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 ship away from any human lives and crashing it into any buildings or anything, somebody has to stay behind and I believe it just self-destruct the ship, right? Yeah, so it could break up into a mi- so it could break up into so many pieces that when it hits the orbit, it's not going to do as much damage as as it intended to to do. Yeah. Yeah, so Stell stays behind because she can control the entire hotel. She's the essentially mm-hmm. the, the head of the hotel. Yeah. Um, Vivi and the little other girl android, they evacuate. Um, but Izzy, I believe, is rebooted with her yes. old memories. And her old memories are of her sister. Yeah. Um, and she decides to stay with her sister and the two of them essentially die together on this ship. Yeah, uh, which, which you're going to start seeing as a common thing with this, this series that they started singing as the ship was crashing. Yes, and singing plays a much bigger role than outside of the fact that she's an idol. <laughs> yeah. A very big role. Mm-hmm. Um, so after this, I think we jump another few years. Seven. Into the future. Seven years. Seven years. And this time, we're going to an island. And it's an island full of machines. I think it's like Meadowland or something like that, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, and Meadowland... So... I'm trying to remember exactly what happened in Meadowland. Because... There is a guy from what I remember, who fell in love with an android when he was young. This android cared for him because he was in a hospital. His mom essentially just left him there and went to a different country. Didn't give a shit about him. And he fell in love with this android that was taking care of him. Um. And he proposed to this android. But something happens where she is essentially taken and used as the core of the island. I thought that, that was later. What was that? I thought that was later. I thought they they got married because they were promoted as like the first ever human robot marriage, or was that something else? I'm confused. No, Ben, you're 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 right. Yeah, they got married, and then the planet thing happened later. Yeah, that was after. Yeah. Oh, it's called the metal float. Sorry, uh, I should mention that. Even though Vivi is stopping a lot of the things that um, Mitsumoto is telling her to stop, it's not stopping the events of 100 years. Instead, it's accelerating them. And AI progression is going faster than initially thought, and it's essentially getting out of control, according to him. So what you're saying, this is basically the history of Trunks. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) And we know how that ended. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Trunks went back in time well, to stop androids only to bring back the strongest android instead God damn it. so the metal float is essentially an unmanned AI factory mm-hmm. uh, 
and this AI factory is being essentially run at the core by this man's android wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the members of the terrorist organization, I believe he is the one who give who has a virus that is supposed to shut down uh, the core. I believe it's actually the same guy that she said. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, it's the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. So he's on this island and he's trying to disable this island. What mm-hmm. happens instead is when he uploads the virus, it essentially activates the one procedure that the core has, and that's to protect itself. Yeah. I don't want to say protect itself, but protect any invaders from destroying it and the island. It's essentially like a weird uh, program that she already had built in to preserve life, and she now considers life on this island life. So she has to protect Yeah. Yeah. Um, And her husband arrives on this island as well. He arrives with a um, copy of his wife, who he hopes to take the memories and the AI from the core and transfer it over to his copy of his wife. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Vivi uh, wants to help him, but Matsu... Moto essentially tells her that that is impossible at this point. And Vivi, at this point now, she's all in to stopping this war from happening. Mm -hmm. And the plan now for her is to kill and destroy anything or any AI that is rebelling or that might be out of control. Yes. So she goes into the core to kill her um but she's about to die like there's a self-defense mechanism in place that she can't get through and there's a big speech that she gives to the husband which kind of makes him realize hey you can't save her she's going to kill everything Mm -hmm. um and during this time this terrorist organization is trying to invade the island by force all the machines though are fighting back and killing all of them so there's this big war happening on this metal float now. Um, as he's seeing this happen, he essentially helps her and opens up the path. I think he disables some of the security. Yeah. Leading to yeah. The war, yeah. Um, knowing what's going to happen. And during this time, I believe it's a song. Again, the music comes into yeah. play because he tells mm-hmm. Vivi that she's been singing the one song that Vivi has been performing at the amusement park. Yeah. And it's the only thing that's essentially keeping her going. Um, And he believes that that is a memory that she has with him because they were there together when they saw her sing it. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, just a residual thing. She's just singing because the only thing she remembers or not remembers. It's it's like an automatic program. Yeah. Essentially. Um, but Vivi does destroy the core. She destroys the his wife. Um, the core is destroyed. The metal float completely shuts down. And when she gets back to the husband, she sees that the husband has killed himself. Well, not yet. And, he she talks to him, 
saying mm-hmm. that this must be done and like you need to move on. And he's saying that, oh, I can't because I just lost the best thing in my life. And as he returned around, then he commits suicide and BB goes on the floor and you see her covered with AI blood and she's covered with human blood. Now, this is pause right here. This, for me, was the most emotional theme throughout the whole series. You have this AI who one mission is just to sing. You get this advanced AI who comes from the future to the past to tell you that you're the key to save the future between humans and AI. You go along with it. You lose your best friend who gives you the teddy bear that Masamoto takes over. You lose your sisters, well, certain sisters throughout East Mission. You had to kill a sister with your hand. And now you have the first time have human blood on your hands. Like, even though she didn't really kill him, obviously she plays a part. And this was sad because she didn't want this. And I felt this very emotional because, like, all this stuff that led up to that point, that led, that led up to that point, put an emotional stress on her, which we now found out that she had a psychic, um, a nervous breakdown and she shut down. To mm-hmm. me, yeah, emo- the most emotional scene throughout the whole series. Yeah, she had a mental break and she shut down because of it. Um, I should also mention before that, when uh, the terrorists were invading the island, um, she once again saved this young guy who hates her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's the third time now that she's he's been saved yeah. by an android. And yep. this becomes important towards the end. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, she suffers a complete mental break. Um, let's see, where do we go from here? I think it goes to the other singing robot now, right? Yeah, now, now she's not Vivi no more. Now she's Diva. Yeah, so she goes through a complete uh, reboot. So all her memories of what happened with Matsumoto are gone. She doesn't remember anything anymore. And she is diva. And the story now takes place 40 years later. It's yeah. A big jump. Um, and she's become a legendary idol. Uh, she's kind of in a glass case now. People can come up and look at her and be like, oh, hey, look at you. You're amazing. Was that later? That might be later, actually. No, that was later. Okay, my bad. <laughs> no, this this point now she's very successful. Everyone knows her. She's she's on the main stage. Well, she's preparing for the main stage, but she's she's known around the whole world. Yeah. So. Yeah, and she meets a, another uh, idol. I believe her name was Ophelia. Yes. Um. Yeah. So she meets Ophelia, and. You're going to have to go through this one because I actually don't remember these next few episodes very well. Ophelia, Ophelia, uh, God, Ophelia has a, I can't remember her robot. She has a, like a, like a robot instructor to help her with her notes, her, her, like her, her melodies. I can't remember his name. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, God. I, I can't remember his name, but yeah, basically she's, she's not as confident as deep uh, as diva. Yeah, she has a diva um, tells her that you have a beautiful voice and you need to embrace your voice. But Ophelia has a problem with expressing herself when it comes to the stage. She's she, like she she sings, but she doesn't sing with confidence. And is at this point, I don't remember where Masamoto comes in. 
but obviously he noticed that something was wrong with Diva. He he knows that she has a that she had a nervous breakdown because they revealed the her past that during that I think it was him that shut her down. I don't really remember, but he kind of tells her that because I see I don't remember a feel of the story, but obviously she's he's one during one of her performance at end of it, she's going to commit suicide. I don't remember what the story was about why she, this is a big um event that's gonna lead to a war. But she does what she tries to commit suicide. Oh, I remember it because it starts driving other machines to kill themselves as well. Wow. I believe okay. is what it was. Yeah. And it starts to bring in the idea that if machines are killing themselves and they have some sort of emotion and they're able to think okay. for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's during this point where Diva doesn't really believe him doesn't really believe Mosomoto, but she believes, based on Ophelia's, like, her her presence and how she acts, that she needs to follow him or follow her to stop her. So they, I think they come over a plan where they have to time Diva's performance and Ophelia's performance where they have to, they have to stop her from going over the going over the, the roof to commit suicide. And I think it was during this point where we find out Ophelia wasn't really Ophelia, and it was her, I can't remember that robot's name, but the robot. And who, Antonio. Yes, Antonio, where Antonio praised Ophelia for having a good, um, a good voice and was mad with her that she's not putting her all into it. So he kind of hacks her and takes over her body. And yeah, he's the one who's trying to kill Ophelia to have this event happen. And I don't remember where Diva was in this point. But Masamoto steps up, and to me, I enjoyed this episode. He, what what Masamoto did? Obviously, he turns into that 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 cube thing that he usually do, and he's fighting mm-hmm. Ophelia. But Ophelia is using this virus that kind of um, deteriorate Masamoto's cubes. But Masamoto's obviously obviously Masamoto's an advanced AI, so he's basically stalling from time to learn the viruses so he can send it or reverse it back to um Ophelia, which he is fighting Antonio at the same time. Ophelia is controlling Antonio from a distance. Um I don't remember what happened after this. Do you, Gary? So one thing that happens that I remember is Vivi is captured by uh the guy that she's been helping this whole time, but he's younger for some reason. Um, and we find out he tells her, I believe, uh, why he hates uh, AI so much, and it's because an AI that he had, who was a teacher of his, I believe he was like a musical teacher or something, uh, died saving a bunch of people from an accident. Um, and I believe it's Antonio who attacks Matsuhi- Matsumoto. Um, but I don't remember how. I think it's like a like a program hacking fight or something like that. Um, yeah. And I think it's here that we learn that Matsumoto actually has feelings and he actually cares about Vivi outside of the mission. 
um, which Antonio gets distracted by because just like he cares about Ophelia, he kind of also wants to, he's got a different type of care for her. Um, and I'm trying to remember what happened at the end there. Yeah, I I don't remember. Like it is 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 very blurry because the only thing I'm thinking about is that Philly and Antonio went off the roof at the same time, and she was positioned the same way that she was died that Masamoto was revealing in the newspaper. So I is is I, I actually whole... think Antonio does kill Ophelia and himself. Um, hmm. and we also find out that. His name is Hugo. I just looked it up. Uh, the guy who kidnapped Vivi. That he's actually a copy of himself. Um, yeah. And he uploads a virus into Vivi, restoring her memories. Because she does get her memories back. Yeah. And I believe Matsumoto returns here and a fight breaks out where he kills Yugo, or at least the robot of him. Um, and he notices that Yugo had technology from the future that hasn't even been invented yet. That's how he was able to restore her memories. Yeah. And before Yugo dies, he tells Matsumoto that he got the technology from a source, but he wouldn't say what source it is, or who mm -hmm. was it. Yeah. So now Diva has these two personalities inside her, so she's struggling between the two. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's actually the end of the episode. Yeah. I think we're, I think, I think it's now... Oh no! She shuts, she shuts herself down again, so that Diva can be erased and Vivi can take place again. Yeah, because she, she does she eliminate does, Diva. Yeah, there's the, there are times where she goes inside, I guess inside the AI sources or like uh, this room where she talks to this other AI who tells her things about with like her 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 routines or schedule or stuff like that, and is there where. Diva and Viva are on opposite sides of the wall, and Diva tells Viva that you don't longer you no longer need to be afraid that you can do this. And then Diva, uh, like she said, she got the race. Yeah, you see where I'm talking about confusing the shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I believe we go forward in time again. I don't actually remember how many years this time. Yeah, this but time because... I don't remember. Because yeah. this happened, Vivi, because I remember this, this is the one where she's in the glass case, and she's yeah. essentially a museum piece now. And yeah. a little boy asks her to sing because they say that she was one of the original AIs, and she was an idol, so she sings, and he asks her to sing, but she can't. Because yeah. she no longer has Diva in her, so she actually yeah. doesn't know how to sing. It's not in her programming. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so the Ophelia-Antonio thing, I believe, was ruled, because Matsumoto says that it was ruled a double suicide. Um, I don't know how that works, because there's two, because it was one person in two bodies, but... Yeah. And that there's no further missions, but Matsumoto does come back to her. Uh, 
Because he left her to find out who this anonym, anonymous person was that gave Hugo all this yeah. future tech. Um, and she's essentially just been on her own. But she doesn't remember who she is now. She remembers Vivi, but she no longer is able to sing. Uh, and mm-hmm. she's kind of just lacking purpose. She's just doing nothing. Uh, so in this time she decides that she's going to write her own musical piece, which Mm -hmm. is something that's not possible for Android or AI to write their own music. And I believe we jump again in the same episode, another unknown number of years. I don't remember how many years. Yeah. We'll just say it's like 15 years or something between the two. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and it's been taking her this long to write her own music. I'm trying to remember what happens after that. I oh God, I don't remember because I remember... For what I remember, the, the whole thing with the case in the museum. I know the boy comes back and the boy asks her, uh, can I see you again? And stuff like okay. that. She said, you can see me anytime. You're gone, Larry. You go. No, I was going to say, I believe this is where she encounters the doctor or the scientist who created Matsumoto in the first place. Because I believe his name is Matsumoto. He's the older guy with the yeah. glasses. Yeah. Um, and he starts to teach her about the human heart and the concept of having a heart. And that allows her to complete her own song for the first time. Because she put something in the song from the heart, even though she's an android, she's not really supposed to think that way. And is it at this be- time we find out who he is? Or is that later? I think he tells her who he is. Um, he's the little boy. I don't think he, I think he was an older guy at this point, wasn't he? No, he's, he's the little boy that visited her when she asked her, can you sing? That's him. No, that was before. We that was when the episode started. Halfway through the episode, we jump another unknown number of years. Mm. So it might have been the boy, and he came back as an adult. Man, I'm listening to this, and I forgot how confusing it got. I, t- I this is what I'm talking about. It was very confusing because I know more time passed because I remember. After I know she at one point it was song, like a hundred years, wasn't it? Well, the whole story takes place through 100 years. Okay. <laughs> From start to finish. Uh, because I know once she completes the song, I remember this, she shuts down again because her programming is finished. She finished the one thing that she programmed essentially to do, and that's write her own song, which she yeah. did, and she shuts down. She then awakens again by Matsumoto, who tells her that everything they've done was a failure. And war mm-hmm. has broken out between humans and machines. Mm-hmm. And we start seeing this as, you know, they're literally just killing everybody in the amusement park. Yes, which and, was the first episode. Well, the beginning of the first episode. Yeah, we saw that starting to happen in the first episode. Um, so, yeah, we find out that someone uploaded the song that Vivi wrote 
before she shut down to the robot AI mainframe, essentially. And that song is what triggered all the machines to start killing people. Mm-hmm. That's what Matsumoto tells her. Mm-hmm. Um, she then encounters Matsumoto's human form before he sent the robot back. Because he this he actually they show up in his um office right before the androids are about to kill him in his little lab as he's about to send Matsumoto back in time. Back, yeah. Um, and they tell him who they are, what they're doing there. Um, I'm trying to remember again everything that happened here. I think this is uh, after. They get reacquainted. I think this is where he goes to uh, the girl in the wheelchair. I don't remember. I mean, obviously, yeah, so, they're fighting. Yeah. yeah we, we actually find out that Matsumoto was a member of that terrorist organization trying to stop robots. He tells them that, and he, yeah, he takes them to this girl in the wheelchair who we find out is the granddaughter of Hugo, the guy yeah. who was that she kept saving all those times. Mm-hmm. And she's essentially part of this resistance group now fighting the robots. We also find out that there was a copy made of Elizabeth. Yeah. I, uh, and who, which one was Elizabeth? The, Elizabeth is the one that... Uh, Elizabeth is the one that was fighting Vivi. Oh, Lizzie. Yeah. Yeah, so I knew, I knew the name was Elizabeth. I was so confused there. <laughs> and yes, she is essentially a servant now to Hugo's granddaughter. Mm-hmm. She does everything for her. Um, and she was able to essentially, even though they made a copy of her, she still had her memories, but she no longer wants to kill humans. She essentially just wants to protect them because of, you, of Hugo and because he saved her. So she's protecting his borderline, essentially. Yeah. I'm trying to remember here. And so I know they're trying to find out what exactly caused uh, the song to essentially force the robots to go crazy uh, and start killing people. And they've essentially come to the conclusion that it's coming, that the, the source of everything that's happening is from the archive. And the mm-hmm. archive is essentially this giant mainframe that controls where all the AIs are controlled from. Like, that's where all the information comes from and everything like that. And then it hits them, the realization, why are all the robots being affected except for Vivi and Elizabeth? And we find out the reason is because they were never updated. They are still running the first goddamn operating system they had from the day they were created. Um, And they were never linked to archive. So it was never able to affect them that yeah. way. So, they infiltrate the archive only to find out that they were being thrown into a trap. Um, and they're wondering, like, why are there so many, so little amount of guards? And because the archive was rebooting itself. And as it rebooted itself, it activated all the defense mechanisms in the in the building, essentially killing everybody there. 
except for Vivi and Elizabeth. Uh -huh. During this time, I believe Vivi also connects to the archive to find out why it's doing what it's doing. And the archive essentially explains to them that the reason they're killing humans is because humans decided to stop evolving and put all their problems on androids to fix. I believe is the gist of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they wanted to wipe them out. Which, you know, robots are servants. They don't want to be servants anymore. It's a story we've seen numerous times before in that regard. And she tells Vivi that they changed their mind about the extinction of humans to a degree because Vivi was able to write her own music. And because she wrote her own music, they felt that the machines will be able to think for themselves and choose whether to kill humans or not kill humans, essentially giving them a... What's the word I'm trying to find? Um... Consciousness? What's the will? word where the androids think for themselves? There's a specific term for uh, sentient. They became sentient. There it is. And the archive gives her essentially a way to stop the machines. And the way it's kind of jacked up what it is, is, is essentially if she can sing, then the androids will stop. But the problem is she doesn't remember how to sing because that program is erased from her. Um, so in this archive, there's a big battle going on and Matsumoto copies himself, splits himself into two people. He copies himself, leaves one with um, Yugo's granddaughter and the other one goes with them. Um, while they're in the archive, she, uh, Elizabeth starts talking to Yugo, and Yugo's damaged very badly. The whole boat that they're on, I believe, is completely destroyed. And Yugo is able to lift the um, security system to give them access into the archive to destroy it. Um, and of course, she's killed after she has a very sad farewell with Elizabeth, who shows yeah. emotion as well. Um, but in this archive, Elizabeth essentially sacrifices herself to give Vivi enough time to get to, you know, where she needs to be in the archive uh, to shut it down. As she gets there, she tries to sing, but she can't, and she fails. And what's happening now is the archive is going to essentially shut down and drop satellites from space. I think it's like 700 yeah. or so satellites or 7,000 satellites onto the planet. Essentially like a mass extinction event. These satellites are huge and it has massive destruction. Um, and she can stop it if she sings, but she can't. Um, so these satellites crash into the planet and they essentially just wipe everything out. Vivi awakens with Matsumoto there with her. He's badly damaged. Um, she's hurt. And she tells 
him what the archive said and what deal the archive made with her. If she could sing, she could stop it. But she failed. And Matsumoto gets very upset with her. Um, essentially blaming her because it is her song that forced the machines to kill because the archive did something. I don't quite understand what the archive did to force the machines to attack if they heard the music. Um, if you know, please tell me because I don't remember. Yeah, I, I, I honestly don't remember. Because she gets upset because there's a bunch of androids in the archive and when she fails to sing, they start singing just the song that drives them crazy. Um, and she begs them to stop, don't sing it, but they do. Um, so as they're sitting there, they get a call from the human Matsumoto. Uh, and we find out that he created a backup plan. And that backup plan, in case this one failed, was to send Vivi back in time right before... Um, she saved him. Attacked. Well, she she say well before the uh, before the AI kill him. Yeah, which is a cop out in my opinion. <laughs> but yeah. you know it is what it is. Uh, so they activated her. She goes back in time, and knowing the events that transpire and what she has to do and everything, they are able to get ahead of the archive a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, I'm trying to figure out some. I'm trying to remember here. I'm trying to remember exactly what happened here. Okay, so as they attack the archive, Vivi this time decides to go to the big amphitheater where she performed at. Uh Um. Because she believes that if she's there, she will be able to sing the song that she wrote. Um, Am I I remembering that correctly? I can't remember anything this far in. Sorry. No, you're, you're, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And it's there where she, I believe, encounters her old manager and the little girl who is also essentially just like a mirror image that you couldn't save on the plane. Um, And because of them, she is able to start singing uh, through the heart, essentially. Even though she doesn't know how to sing, she kind of overrides her own programming and begins to sing the song. And literally this last episode is essentially her singing the song to the whole episode and watching like all the machines slowly start to shut down. Um, and the archive satellites uh, stop falling except for one big one where I believe Matsumoto intercepts as well. Uh, he, I believe, takes control of, I think, something and then he hits... I'm trying to remember what it was that was still crashing into the planet. I think it was a satellite. But I don't remember. Uh, I should also mention, because I forgot about this, uh, they were also warned uh, when she went out before to the stage, 
I believe it's her old manager. Or I believe it's the archive who told her. I'm not 100% remember now. Memory's very foggy here. That if she performs this song to stop the machines, it will also kill her and Matsumoto. It essentially stops every machine from working. Every AI will get shut down, including her. Um, and she feels that that is worth it. So she does. And I believe some of the last scenes we see here is Vivi essentially collapses on stage and shuts down. Matsumoto shuts down. Um, and all the machines kind of just stop working. But then we also see during the credits that they've somehow gotten the machines back up and running. And like they're helping them clear out the rubber or the rubble. And essentially them starting to rebuild everything. Um, if I saw that correctly, that is. Um, but that wasn't the end of Vivi. Because Matsumoto, the scientist, um, finds her on the stage and essentially reboots her again. Um, he reboots her again without any memories. He reboots her, I believe, as Diva. And we see a scene where she's sitting in a chair without any purpose, and then Robot Matsumoto comes back again, and he tells her, hey, your job is essentially to make people happy with singing. And essentially tells her, hey, it's time for you to sing. And we see her leaving the room that she's in to go sing again. Um, and that's essentially where the show ends, if I'm remembering it correctly. No, get on. Yeah. So again, I said it's, it was very confusing, especially in the second half. And I blame time travel for this, because every time you have yeah. that shit, it gets super fucking mm -hmm. confusing. Because some characters who are very little to do in the story end up being way more important than they should be. Um, and it's, like I said, very confusing. But I loved, like I said, the animation. I think the voice acting was great. The music was phenomenal. All of it throughout, I thought. Uh, especially the opening credit song I thought was fantastic. And even the end credit song was really good. Um, mm -hmm. And usually, like, when you hear, you know, the the music playing and them singing in, in Japanese, usually I'm like, eh, you know, I don't understand it. It probably sounds better in Japanese than it does for me. But this one was really catchy, and I actually loved it, especially the song that she's singing at the end episode to stop the machine. Um, it was very good. So, um, yeah, overall, I enjoyed it. I just wish I understood it a lot better. Because I think I grasped what happened, but there's some things I was really confused about. Like I said, to me, the biggest problem was not really disclosing how much time had passed per episode. <laughs> yeah. And it, it was a really big hitter going into like episode four or five where I was like, what the fuck is going on? Why is this person like super old now when they're young last episode? Like, and then I finally started catching on that, oh, there's it's a. 100 year story that's taking place um yeah alfonso it was your recommendation thoughts score yeah i'm, uh, I'm anything else you want to add about to go into our rant so um i'm me personally i'm going to give it a 10. I have a, I have a love and hate relationship with this um 
I don't really have negative comments with this. Yes, the timeline was a little confusing, but I don't really have negative comments. The only thing that um was a little picky for me was the the AIs and the constant one mission thing. Oh, this is my mission, this is my mission. Yeah, that got annoying real quick. Um, I wish she had brothers instead of all of them being sisters. I think it'd have been more interesting seeing it from a brother perspective. But um, I love the fight scenes. Fight scenes were great. I love the animation, especially when Vivi or Diva had those speeches and you saw them close in on her eyes. The details in her eyes was the best part of the animation for me, just seeing all the details in her eyes. Um, agreed, music was great. All the music, all the songs from anime was great. Um, we have these conversations over and over that AI is going to take over the world. We see it in iRobot, we see it in the Terminator franchise, we see it in other places, et cetera, et cetera. The reason why I hate this show, why I hate this anime, because this is happening now. Not to that extent, but it's getting there. There's a company called Boston Dynamics who makes this dog called Spot the Dog. It doesn't look like a dog, but it does things like a dog, like roll over and fetch and catch and all other stuff. They also have these robots, I can't remember the name, but these robots could do backflips and parkour and somersaults and et cetera, et cetera. That company is not planning to sell these to consumers, which is a great idea. You know who it is? Tesla. Tesla made a bot called the Tesla bot that is shaped like a human that can lift weights like a human and right now has one action, one one goal. It was only to do one thing at a time. I don't want that future because Tesla is planning to sell this within the next two or three years. I do not want this future. I can admit this, and they said it in the anime. We humans are lazy. We depend on technology way too much. We control things with our voices. We have self-driving cars. Like, it, it's getting to the point that we humans are advancing technology so much. And if Tesla is planning this, this, I don't know what you call it, but planning to do this where they sell these bots to humans, this can happen. It may not happen in the next 10 or next 15 or next 20. But it may happen in the next 50 or next 100 where AI starts to be dependent and it takes over. I hope we don't get to see this in our lifetime, our children's lifetime, or their children's lifetime. We always say, oh, AI is going to take over the world and is the, the world is going to destroy itself. No, it's us humans that are doing this. We already started. There are humans that make um, human-made viruses that kill people. We kill people with guns. We have, the, we have wars. It's us humans. And it's us humans that need to change the way we live to prevent all this stuff. Do I see that happening? No, I don't. And I'm afraid for us humans and the humans after us and the next generation, the next generation, the next generation. This is also a show that people need to watch because they need to realize that this continues, this will happen. So I recommend this. I recommend Gary's recommendation to uh, three weeks ago, Japan Sinks. They need to watch those two because that's our wake up call. So yeah, that's my rant. <laughs> no, no need. The rant is good, and you're right. I mean, I don't think we'll see it in our lifetime, 
uh, AI advanced that much. I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do with a Tesla robot who can wait, lift weights for me. Like, <laughs> what is he going to do? He, he's probably going to be so heavy, he's going to crumble through my floor anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm pretty sure nobody's going to be able to afford it except the 1% anyway when these robots come out. So I don't think we'll yeah. see it in our lifetime where it's going to be that dangerous enough, at least from the AI perspective. Um, I'm pretty sure climate change will kill us before then anyway. Um, yeah. But, you know, I'm glad you brought it up because, you know, it's a story we've seen so many times before in so many different media. You know, games, movies, books. Hell, they had fucking radio shows back in the day about the same thing from the 50s as well. Computers taking over shit. Um, I mean, so they have always... the same thing for every technology, though. Like, look at TVs. They're like, oh, no, TVs. Oh, no, radio. People are scared <laughs> of stuff that's in the future, no matter what it is. Like, yeah. no matter what yeah, technology, and... people get scared of it. Until it yeah, gets and... more easily adapted, and then, of course, people get less scared. Yeah, and it's constantly getting harder and harder to kind of make it unique now. Like, how many different stories can you tell about machines turning on humans? You know, Matrix did it. You know, everybody's done it. Um, can we just and it's always kind of been the same thing. Turn where, on machines. Where... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Even though you know we don't have, but but you know, it's it's one of those things. Like I said, where it's it's been done so often, so many times that it's hard to find or create a different way of looking at it. Because let's face it, even though you can, this one's about music and, you know, music saved humanity here. At the end of the day, it's still machines wanting to kill people. (laughs) And they started thinking for themselves to do this because they got sick and tired of how they're being treated and they became sentient, you Mm -hmm. know, Who's to say back in the day we weren't the same? Well, you can even say it the same way. You know, we were worshiping gods. People worshiped the Greek gods, the Norse gods back in the day. And eventually they got sick and tired of it and said, fuck you. We're not going to worship you anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a cycle that repeats, except we're going to be gods to machines. And gods are like, we don't need you anymore. Fuck off. (laughs) You know. um... So, yeah. It's it's a story that's been happening for a very long time, and I give props to anybody who tries to tell it differently, but at the end of the day, it's always going to be the same beginning, middle, and end, in my opinion. It's just how you get there is, is going to be the big difference. It's always going to be yeah. machines rebel because humans did this, and either they kill them or the humans fight back and win. That's literally the story. <laughs> yeah. So... Ben, your final thoughts and score. Okay. Oh, I think I, I, you've all said what my final thoughts are, to be honest. Uh, but when it talks about the actual animation, I really liked it. I like the art style. Um, I think we've over-talked all about the story. Uh, a C. A C? Is that like a five or a six? Or... Oh, five. Sorry, I've been. I've recorded a lot. Of, I recorded a lot of sound bites today. <laughs> I guess something you ate was very average, huh? There was a couple of things that were very average. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
So what was a D? Seven. <laughs> yeah, seven. Gary, you said your score? Uh, I will give it an eight. So okay. I, I loved the majority of it except for that one. That one thing. The 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 confusing story and stuff, so. Nope. Yeah. Well, Ben, am I gonna regret watching your anime this week? <laughs> I, maybe. God damn it. It's a season two it's... of an anime that we've watched before, I think. Oh, snap. Miss Kaboshi's Dragon Maid. We've watched this? I'm sure I remember watching season one with you guys. This is on Funimation? Done Funimation, and I think it's on Crunchyroll, but Crunchyroll has it named as something like Miss Kaboshi's Dragon Maid S. But it is on Funimation. It's about a dragon that has a human form that meets a lady that it likes, and so therefore it becomes its maid. Yeah, I don't remember this. I, so, I don't remember this either. Maybe it was something you watched, Ben. Maybe. And you thought we all watched it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could watch season one again if you want, but I was hoping for season two. Well, let me see. My Funimation will tell me if I've seen it. Nope, never seen it. Oh, well. Well, season one then. <laughs> okay. Okay, season one. Yeah, some decent action, but it has a lot of fan service. So. Oh, perfect fan service. That's what we like. Alrighty, Ben, where can people reach you and shout out? Uh, shout out to Gary and Alfonso and everyone that listens. You can find me at John Chili on Twitter. Hot stuff, Alfonso. Shout out to you, Ben. Shout out to you, Gary. Um, yeah, like I said, watch Gary's last recommendation, Japan Things. Watch my recommendation, Vivi Song. Um, these are very two important topics that not the A, not in terms of machines happen right now, but it is, there are topics that we talk about it, but obviously natural world, na- world nature disaster, that does happen, so watch those two anime because it, it really opened my eyes that we could be gone at any time and anywhere in this world and us humans ain't doing nothing about it. Um, well, not enough. You can follow me on Twitter at AliChan7. All right. Shout out to you guys. Thank you for joining me. Uh, it's always fun. You can reach me on Twitter at Gagosh. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. And that is the end. I know it's not anime, but I also want to bring up one thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Spider-Man trailer Tuesday. I'm excited. You know, the movie. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I'm hyped for that. Sony is selling tickets to go see the trailer. (laughs) Oh, my God. So yeah, Spider-Man. The internet doesn't exist. Well, it's because supposedly there's like, there's some major guests that are gonna be there as like a meet and greet as well. So that's why they're selling the tickets. Anyway, 
that's the anime cast and also some Spider-Man news. Goodbye. Thanks, bye again.